0: Are you a sneakerhead? A baller? Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready because we got all the details right here. It's Kicks and Bricks, where we got game on the streets and on the court. Here's your host, Jamel Cutler. This episode of Kicks and Bricks is brought to you by Sweet Treats Boutique. Satisfy all your sweet dreams with the best baker in the DMV area and beyond. If you have a wedding, a baby shower, a birthday, or if you just want to celebrate that special someone in your life, give them a call at 571-758-3055. Follow them on social media at Sweet Treats Boutique. Welcome to another edition of Kicks and Bricks. We have my West Coast brother, Kaelin. For real, for real. Thanks for coming on, brother.
1: What's your deal for real?
0: Bro? So, like, you were born and raised in LA. Like, what was it like growing up around um, gang culture in LA? I
1: mean, it's hard not to get soaked in, cause you know, like everybody around you so heavily gang influenced and stuff like that. So it was hard not to like choose a side. And it was real hard for me because like half my family crips, half my family bloods. So it's like all my cousins be on one thing and my other cousins be on something else. And I'm like, then we used to all play together when we was little, but like, so it's just, it'd be awkward sometimes, but you know, I'm all the way like around solid nigga. So I be good wherever I go really. So game like, it's just, it was, it was, it's the norm for me really. You know, I don't really see it as nothing too much different because it's what I'm accustomed to. It's always been like that.
0: So there wasn't like no particular set that you claimed growing up? Nah, nah,
1: nah, 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 nah. I was in the though. Definitely though. But but no, nah, I ain't from nowhere. I'm just, you feel me? I'm just I stand on my own team. I ain't need nobody behind me.
0: Alright, so like you were like a highly touted like football player at San Diego State. Like if you didn't have your scholarship revoked, like do you feel like you could have went pro and like made a big splash in the league?
1: And I hope you know it's, it's all God plan. You feel me? But I felt like I was talented. You know, I, pl- I could play football. Like I ain't one of the niggas that like, oh, he used to play football. Like, nah, like I really could play football. Like, I love that shit. So, you know, hopefully, I ain't gonna say I would have got drafted in the first round or no shit like that. Like, I ain't, ain't no big story like that. It ain't crazy. But I, you feel me? If I would have got a shot, I would have made it worth it.
0: You trying to get the smoke in Madden? That's what it kind of sound like to me.
1: Now I'm sorry, yeah, man. I'm alive with my little brother. I bust anybody. I don't care who it is, whoever want to play Madden, Carly and my little brother gonna bust you. We can pull whatever. on. Who's your
0: go-to they... team?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna play with the Falcons because my homie play for the Falcons. One of my closest homies play for the Falcons. So, but I like all the teams that my homies play for. I don't really have like a preference team. I just like to watch my homies play. All
0: right, so... all right, so like eventually, like after you left college, you will. Like you eventually went back and performed as a rapper. Like, what was that feeling like for you?
1: It was crazy. Like, it was more of a moment for me because I understood the difference, you know? Like, damn, I was just here, like paying for my books and shit like that. Now they gotta pay me to perform, you know? Like, it was, it was like, it felt good. It was, I, I stayed, remained humble in the situation, but at the same time, like, that shit felt good, you know? So, but uh, it was cool because them my real friends, like I got real relationships and real friends with people. So all my homies that I went to school with and stuff, them, I, them still my friends, now they was all there and stuff like that. And it was even better because it's kind of like a, like my name still was bubbling around the school cause it hadn't been that long since I left school. So people were like, oh yeah, he went here and stuff like that. So people was intrigued and stuff like, and they Talk to me and now like, Teachers and stuff know who I am, know who my music is and stuff like that. So it was just different. It's cool. It's dope.
0: So like before you took like music seriously, you almost became like a product of your environment. Like, do you feel that um that um your jails didn't like kind of help shape the person that you are today?
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like everything that happened in my life was for a reason. Everything that ever happened in my life was for a reason. It either kept me from doing something wrong, worse. Or it was just leading me to where I where I'm going now, you know. So it was just like, if I would have never went to jail, would have kept playing football for sure. So it ain't no telling if I would have ever took the music as serious as I as I did, you know. So I just thank God for putting me where He wanted me to be at the end of the day.
0: And despite all that, you still graduated college, so you, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was some good that came that that came out of it.
1: And thank God he didn't let me come all that way and then finish. So you for me, I had to finish. Mom wasn't going for that. Or that, that not graduating shit. Was, I was gonna get had to do it. <laughs> One way or another. I don't know how it was gonna happen, I was gonna have to make that work.
0: All right, so like how did you like transition from like football to music? How did that um happen?
1: It was really just like after I had graduated, I think maybe like the week after that I moved to Atlanta. And I just, I moved in with my old roommate from college. And I was just like, you know, I'm gonna take the music 100% serious. Like I never had a chance to take the music serious because it was always football. And they were always counter with each other. It was like having two girlfriends. So it's like, if you give them one the most, this one gonna lack. If you giving this, I'm not gonna lack. And like the coaches and stuff, they knew I made music and shit. So they would give me a hard time about it. They like, you need to focus on football, like let the music go and shit like that. And I used to subsidize it and stuff like that and feel some type of way like, yeah, maybe I am fucking up because, you know, because I'm doing this or something like that. But hey, like, you know, God got a plan. So I was where I was supposed to be when I was supposed to be there. So.
0: Can you talk about like the influence behind your stage name?
1: And it was just my, my big bro, Bar One, DJ Bar One. And just, it was just, we used to just say for real, for real, you know, that's such a common term. And then, bro, was just like I was just like, man, I'm gonna come up. With, I gotta think of a rap name. Like the rap name, I used to go by Young K. And then I was gonna switch, and I'm like, man, I'm going to be grown. Like I can't keep getting called Young K. Like the young thing was getting played out. Everybody was switching their shit to little and shit like. And I'm like, man, let me figure something out. So I was like, uh, man, I'm gonna just like he just said, he was like, just be yourself for real. And I was just like, man, I'm just be Kato for real. And then. We just you like oh yeah, like for real, for real. Like that's the game. And when everybody start changing their Instagram to this for real, for real, that for real, for real, and all the homies start doing, it. I'm like fuck it. I'm run with the shirts. Went and printed up hundred t-shirts. All the homies supporting, grabbing them, changing their Instagram. And then every time we step out, everything was just uniform. So it was just love.
0: All right. So like you're known for like your R&B sound, like but but you've shown in the past that you that you have bars too. Like would you? Like classify yourself as a rapper or like a singer or like a little bit of both.
1: I just look at it just like I'm an artist all the way around. Like I'm gonna give I make music. I'm gonna give a song, like you're gonna literally like whatever you listen to for me, I want you to enjoy it. So I wouldn't I don't try to put myself in no box because I'll do anything. If the beats slapping, I'm gonna get on it. I don't care what type of beat it is, it's gospel. I don't give a damn. But if it's hard, I'm gonna rock on it, you know? So
0: like, and and like who are like some musical influence that kind of like um, influenced your sound as we know it today.
1: I mean, singing period is Michael Jackson. That's like my favorite artist like ever in the world. Michael Jackson, like my favorite artist. Um, I listen to you know everybody love Thug Future like them. Used to the Goats stuff like that. To me personally, I feel like I used to listen to. Um, A lot of T-Pain, stuff like that, like singers like that really was hard. Like Wayne the GOAT, you know, T-Pain really hard. Like people don't even be knowing how hard T-Pain really is, you know? So just like older dudes like that, like more melodic, more melodic people was the music that I like to listen to. I was always in love with like R&B music. I listened to a lot of Stevie Wonder growing up as a kid. That was my grandma's fault. Like she used to put that on and sing it to me. So I just like all music.
0: All right, so, like, coming from L.A., like, did Nipsey kind of have, like, an impact on you?
1: Or everything, like, just my eyes, everything Nip did was, like, it was just great, you know? It was so unfortunate that he had to go out like that because he was doing so much, you know, like, Um, giving out CDs and stuff like that. And then Nip was really in the city. Like, Nip, not no, like, it's hard to say Nip a star because you can see Nip whenever. Like, you know how niggas be like, they stars. Like, you know, like, you'll never run into the stars like that. Like, Nip was a star, but you can run into Nip at the gas station. Regular. You know, like, what's up? Like, what's up? What up, Nip? Like, you feel me? You can see Nip at the jewelry store. Like, you gonna see Nip. You gonna see nip at the in the club and shit like that. Like he really like was a person. So like, seeing him and then getting to see him flourish and get to that point where he was being so successful was just motivational in itself. Because it's like ain't nothing better than being able to see a nigga doing something when you wanna, especially something that you wanna do. Like shit, like we've been playing football. Like it ain't nothing like going to a football player camp and you actually get to feel the presence of that that NFL football players and shit like that. So something in there triggers you to want to go harder because you want to achieve the type of success that they gained and you got that right there in front of you. So you know you can do it because they did it. You know? And just being able to see Nip was dope. And I actually like was one of the last people to talk to Nip. Like oh, Nip word. reached out and had DM me to. Yeah. What did his what um what did
0: his DM entail? Like if you don't mind sharing it,
1: he was just telling me, like, hey, bro, like, I like your music. Like, I didn't got put up on your music, your shit going up. Like, I want you to make sure, like, you on my album. I want to make sure you on mine. I mean, I want to make sure I'm on yours. So let's get in the studio. I was in Miami, though. I would've. I was finna come right back to L.A. Like, I'm like, all right. If so I gotta go, I'm finna go get in the studio with Nip. Like, you know, I'm not finna miss this. And then maybe like an hour later, I was getting on the jet skis when he hit me. When I got off the jet skis, I had heard the news.
0: Man, that's crazy. Like one of his last messages was was to you.
1: Yeah, and that that it's, it's gonna stick with me. I feel like you feel me. I feel like I feel like it means something to me. It's something that I can hold on to. Like it's a monument that I got, something that's instilled in me that I developed from that, that makes me go harder. You know, in that, you know, not not that I wasn't gonna go hard without that, but you feel me? That was big for me. He was a legend to ours before. You feel me? He was a legend to the world. But you know, he ain't had to die to be a legend of me. So I appreciated that like dearly.
0: All right, so like one of your songs that you became synonymous with now scoring um like is pretty much the, the soundtrack to the NBA playoffs. Like, like yeah. how like how did that song come together for you?
1: Man, it was actually like one of the last songs we had D. We was just recording, I was playing, Earl was like, the Earl was like, man, we was finna pass on the beat. And not then they real? was like, oh, yeah, they was like, God, oh, no, this not your style. I'm like, nah, go back, like, I'm, I like it, like, I'ma fuck with it. And then, shit, I recorded it, and then I wasn't feeling it like that after I recorded it. But everybody else like, oh, that's a hit. That's a hit, that's a hit. Earl like, yeah, that's a hit, that's a hit, bro. I'm like, all right. Cause we did four other songs. I like these ones better, but I, if y'all say so, you feel, but that shit kind of just played out like that. But it, you know, when it, when it came out and it start, people start listening to it. Cause I record so much music. So like I listen to a song one day and I move on try to, I don't try to harp on them. Cause I be trying to make newer, newer, newer music. I don't want all the, the sound the same. So when it came around, they could put it out and I'm just listening to it. I'm like, damn, I was talking a little shit. Like that shit was sliding me. Everything just start happening. I'm like, man. But my little brother sold me on me. When I first recorded it, my little brother don't never ask me to send him no music because he know my little brother, 12, he know I'm not sending him no unreleased. His homies, they be playing it on the live and all that. He was like, hey, can you send me that song, please? Like, because you really, sing? I like one. That's my favorite one. I'm like, man, you like that one out of all of them? I play like 10 for him. Nigga was like, yeah, but I like that one. I was hurt. Like, damn, why you didn't like this one? He was like, he was like, nah, it's the scoring. I don't know what it is, but it was cool though.
0: What was I it like? Really,
1: As my he asked my day to day George I was like, hey George, you think you can send me the song? Like, you th- <laughs> don't, don't tell him. Like, just send it to him, please. Like, he like, nah, little bro, I can't do that.
0: What was it like working with Bankroll and Zay on that song?
1: Man, it was dope. It was dope because we just was cooking, and you know it was so genuine. And then you know, we had been supposed to get in. And they cool people. So you feel me? Once the records was getting loaded up, we was just rocking and all the shit was slapping. It's like, as long as it's slapping, we can walk. That's, how, that's all I'm gonna do is, you know, hard stuff. And then, you know, I'm just, it was switching in that realm. I'm starting to work with all the producers out here on the radio, all the producers out here on the internet. And like, they shit already slapping. So I'm getting to work with them. It's just, it feels good. Everything is just, all of this is new right now. And I'm just embracing this feel good, you know?
0: So like you, so like the video came out like in the midst of the like COVID pandemic. Like, what was it like creating um the concepts for that video and like working through the pandemic, like when everything is pretty much shut down. Like, what were some of the challenges for that? (laughs) Them
1: saying, them saying no, (laughs) pandemic. Nah, you can't shoot it right here. No, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do this. This against COVID. So it was just like when we finally found something we could do, like, all right, for sure, let's do it. Let's get it done, like, you feel me? So just COVID is just slowing a lot of stuff down as far as getting work done. Depending on where you at, though, so you feel me? The A wide open, so <laughs> you could do whatever out here, feel like, but in LA, here, it ain't going down. They not playing that.
0: <laughs> so you did the video out there in Atlanta?
1: Out right, in LA.
0: Alright, so like in the video, like I seen sneakers was kinda of like a big deal in the video. Yeah. Like, um what's kinda of like in your rotation right now?
1: These these are my these are my studio joints, these are my little lounges, the capas, my capa joints. Um don't do no capping in the capas, that's the that's the rule. Uh my off-white dunks, they're my go-to's for sure. I like them red ones, them, uh, the red and gray ones. And then McQueen's, that's like my favorite shoe right now. I love putting them McQueen's on because they look like Stan Smith's. I don't know. But uh, I just, I, I like, I wear all my shoes, man. I ain't, I'm going to put that shit on.
0: Man, you crazy. Like, all my off-whites, I barely wear them.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to on a dirt bike in mine. I hop on a dirt bike in a my A dirt Air bike?
0: Oh, hell yeah. no. I, I, I have to call <laughs> a sneaker police on.
1: Uh, no, nah, I'ma I hopped on the dirt bike, donkey, donkeys, nigga. was commenting on the picture like this nigga's crazy. <laughs> man, I paid
0: the high. You. I wouldn't pissed. Didn't win no raffle or nothing. All right, so um, being as your song is like pretty much the talk of the playoffs, like um, do you like the Lakers or the Clippers? Since you're from LA, I, I like, you trying to
1: do me like that on here, man? Mm-hmm. I like LA.
0: Now, come on, I like man. LeBron. You got one.
1: I like LeBron because he's LeBron, and I like Kawhi because we went to the same school, but Kawhi learned hard. Kawhi
0: learning hard
1: is just
0: my... All right, so let me try and rephrase it. So, say, for example, get... <laughs> the Lakers and the Clippers play in the conference finals, which is probably going to mm-hmm. happen. Who you going with?
1: We'll just go to the game. <laughs> just, go to the... <laughs> just go to the game. I'm going to just go to the game. I'm going for L.A. Baby, L.A. Baby. <laughs> That's it.
0: That's all. <laughs> all right. So like last year we lost Nip. This year we lost Cole. Like, how much of a hole like did those two deaths have on you and like L.A. as a whole?
1: It's just like, um, it's just it's extremely unfortunate. And it was like depressing. It was devastating. Cause it's like you know homies die every day. You know I got homies that die every day. But it's just like your your idols, you know. See your idols die from getting killed or accidents, you know. That shit is crazy. It's like these is people that you I mean you idolize idolized your whole life. It don't even seem like they real people. Like that real like like real life can affect them, but it just brings you back to reality. Like anything can happen make me be smarter, make me move different, make me think different, you know? I make me, it made me, all of that made me appreciate just my life more. you know? So it was
0: just
1: devastating and sad, you know?
0: So like Nick McCobb, like they were probably like the two best people in their fields. Like who is like your five best NBA players right now? Like your top five?
1: Yeah. Best NBA players? Best NBA player in my top five. John Moran. Shit. John, John Moran. for sure LeBron. I don't like Luca like that. He's hard though. Um What's buddy? Zion. Zion hard is a motherfucker. Um i am cousin here in my, um, my bat. Uh Zion Hard. What's buddy that play for the, uh, what's light skin buddy play for Atlanta? Trey oh, Young. Trey Young, he hard. What's the white dude that play for,
0: uh, who he play for? The white boy, he hard so I he play for Dallas. Uh,
1: that's Luca. Luca. oh yeah, okay, yeah, Luca hard. Luca hard is the mother. yeah. All
0: right, do you hoop any?
1: No. No, stay away from the court. That's not a me thing. <laughs> I'm gonna get some boards though. I'll get you some rebounds. Put some layups up, but I'm not the hooper.
0: All right, so say if like you was playing like an NBA celebrity All Star game, like give me yeah. your stat line.
1: Ten rebounds, like ten layups, oh for 15 from the three. <laughs> uh, a crazy bang out, maybe a cool little crossover, but I'm not gonna shoot. That's just what I'm not gonna do is shoot.
0: (laughs) All right, like, um, hey, like, which rapper do you think is like the best ball player or like, and like the best NBA player that you think is the best rapper? Oh, okay.
1: J. Cole hard, Dirk hard, though. Like, you feel me? People I fuck with, like, Lil Dirk really hard at basketball. He tough. You feel me? Um, who the best rapper in the NBA? I don't know. I ain't really too like, up on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Damian Lillard hard. You feel me? But I ain't really up on too many other rappers that's in the NBA right now. You feel me? I, got, I would have to listen to some more of them to see who really are because I really only know like Damian Lillard that rap for real in the NBA. I mean, Mon Shepard hard too. You feel me? I heard one of his freestyles before he be walking.
0: Is there like any collabs in, in the future with you and Dane Time? I don't know, bro.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I don't if him, if you want to work though, I work with him, but I don't know him so I don't I can't talk about it.
0: All right, like and do you have like any um like um a dream team of producers or rappers or singers that you would like to work with in the future?
1: Uh I got a song idea in mind. I want to work with Cash Kid. Brent Faiers, all on the same song. I want to have Cascade and Brent Faiers and me all on the same song. I want to do that. As far as producing, I want to work with Pharrell. Like that's one of the top people I want to work with for real. And uh, I want to work with Stevie Wonder if I can get a chance to. That's from my grandma. Like I feel like we can make some hard music. Like I love his music. Like I feel like his music timeless. Is just like if you put some hard ass beats on his. Him singing like for real playing with some keys or something like that. I feel like it'll be out of here. Like I wanna work, I want I wanna be the person to do
0: that. All right, so like you had a pretty good 2020. What's next for you?
1: Man, just dropping. I'm just excited to put some music out to see. Cause you know, you know, I like it, you hear what you like, you feel me? I got a bunch of more music that I just wanna expose to the world. I just want them to like it, you know, and if they like it, we're gonna see what's gonna happen. So I take everything one day at a time, cause it ain't nothing promised. And I don't never wanna. And, and me, if you tell me something, you gotta do it. You know, I'm one of them people like if I if something if an idea spark or something like that, I'm a, I'm gonna go for it. I want it. You feel me? You can't tell me maybe or might, cause I'm nah. That's just supposed to work. It ain't no way maybe or might. Like let's get it done. You feel me? Or I'm gonna be I'm gonna be harping on it, especially if it don't get done. So it's just I take everything one day at a time, so I can. Get the most out
0: of it. It feels better, man. Um, thank you for your time, and I really enjoyed you coming on the show today. And um, and I'm looking forward to um all your upcoming projects. Oh man,
1: I appreciate. I appreciate you having me here. Look.